today. So thankful for God's goodness, His mercy, allowing us to be in His house to praise and to worship His name. Amen. I'm thankful for the day that He touched me. Amen. My life has never been the same since I've come in contact with Jesus. And uh, I tell you what, it is a life-changing experience. Enjoyed what Brother Kurt had to say and uh, what God is doing. And uh, just want to be praying for that need that, that everything will work well where they can get in there on a regular basis and uh, do the work of God. I, <clears throat> I believe that God saved us for a purpose and it wasn't just where we could be saved. But it's where we could contact and touch people on our way to heaven and carry somebody with us. Amen. I don't, I don't really like being by myself too much. And I certainly don't want to go to heaven by myself. I want to carry somebody with me. I remember um, a few years ago, I think I've told this before, I'm sure about everything that I know I've already said at least five times. But um, <clears throat> a few years ago, I was starting out preaching, and I had a radio broadcast. Wouldn't anybody let me preach, so I got me a radio broadcast and started preaching on the radio. And uh, so I, I was preaching. At, I was uh, 18 years old and uh, started getting some letters of response, and one guy uh, started writing me, and I started uh, communicating with him, and he was... On, uh, in uh, maximum security there in the state of Arkansas and Tucker prison system and uh, so he got to write me wanted me to come see him I wasn't really excited about it myself and uh, so my daddy told me he said well you need to you need to see about getting in there to see him so I got in there and a guy in the church there in Stuttgart was working in the prison system as the chaplain and uh, so I got in and, and uh, went to see him, and I went inside this place, and uh, a gate closed behind me, and a gate was shut in front of me, and they searched us down, and then they opened that gate, and we went inside another gate, and that gate shut behind us, and a gate in front of us. And uh, after about three times of that and being searched, they put us in this room and uh, <clears throat> had about somewhere around 100 men in there, between 75 and 100, and uh, put me and this other man in the room, and uh, they went out the door and locked the door and left us in there with all those guys. And uh, I was so nervous, I don't even remember what I said. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, it was quite an experience. And uh, I tell you what, I'd, I would much rather be on the outside. Amen. I'm glad, I'm glad that God was able to talk to me before I got to that point in life. And uh, I tell you, we are to do whatever we can to offer a lost and a dying world hope. That there is hope, and it's not in drugs. It's not in alcohol, it's not in ungodly living, but the hope that we find, the hope that, that is hope, is in God. And I am thankful that I have found that hope today. Amen. I am thankful that I have found that hope today. Amen. We want to uh, welcome all of our guests that are here 
glad that you come to the house of the Lord to be with us this morning. And uh, won't you just enjoy uh, church along with us today. And uh, we are... Um, we are so glad that you're here. We want you to know that. If you are a guest, we want you to know that we are thrilled that you've come to be with us today. And uh, we want to make some announcements. One, we want to remember Sister Debbie Newell. Ask the Lord to touch her. Uh, she lost her uh, daddy this week. And uh, they'll be having his funeral today at 2 o'clock at Farmer's Funeral Home. So let's uh, pray that God will touch that family, would strengthen her and help her in the time of this great need. Very terrible, terrible road to have to go down. But I know a God that is there and able to help us and able to strengthen us in the time of need. I want to say a special thanks to those who come and help clean up the gym uh, this week. Thank you very much. Uh, I believe that was Wednesday. My days have all kind of run together this week. Uh, due to having church on Monday night, it really got confusing. Um, but <clears throat> it was a good thing that we did, more reasons than one. And uh, so I want to thank all of you. We were not able to be there. My wife and myself had to leave that morning and go to the hospital. Appreciate those who stayed there and worked. Thank you for doing that. And uh, we want to say uh, I am, I meant to say something a couple of weeks ago when this happened, but I have been keeping up with the uh, activities going on in Koontz in the school system and and uh, the rest, well, the probably 0.1% of the nation that don't like what they're doing. And um, <clears throat> I am glad for Judge Thomas that he did sign uh, that temporary order where they could continue to do that. And uh, we want to pray that, that, that this thing turns out good. The world, you know, we're, we're catering to all kinds of goofy stuff and goofy ideas and crazy opinions. But I still believe that the Bible's good for all times and all situations and all places. Amen. Amen. And uh, I know a scripture... Uh, may not may not mean that someone is religious and someone is on their way to heaven, but I tell you what, I'm tired of catering to all of these goofy ideas and opinions and things. When, when good people say nothing, evil wins out. And uh, good people need to stand up for what is right. You say, oh, that's at a ball game. I understand that. But it's not going to stop at a ball game. It's coming to these doors, too. It's coming to a church near you. And uh, they will be dictating what we can do, what we can say. There's already parts of the Bible that they get very very uncomfortable with hearing but it's still in the word of God and uh, we need it's better it's better to fight them in Afghanistan than it is in New York City amen amen so it's better to fight there before it gets here 
So we want to pray that, that this thing will work out for the good of this country. And uh, I tell you what, they cater to so many, so many crazy philosophies. But uh, I am thankful that I know who Jesus is, that he was not just a good man, that he was not just a prophet. Amen. But he was God manifest in the flesh. And I am thankful that I know who he is. Hallelujah. 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 Um, remember the children's revival that is coming up the 13th. And uh, I'm not sure. I believe that starts. That is all in the daytime. So in, that's on a Saturday. I want all the grandparents go load up all your grandkids. If you can't get them here, if you'll tell us, we'll get the van out and we'll go pick up anyone that needs a ride. Uh, to this uh, October the 13th. We're going to have a lot of activities, a lot of fun, uh, a lot of good things for our Sunday school class. And uh, so I encourage you, get, get, you, you say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm old, I'm, I'm done. You're not done yet. long as there's breath, there's still hope. So uh, get a hold of your grandkids. We'll go pick them up, your great-grandkids, great-great-whatever they are to you. And uh, we'll go get them and get them here uh, Saturday the 13th. We're going to have a great time. Looking forward to uh, that. And uh, I tell you what, they've got some things listed on there that I'm kind of anxious to see myself. I'm always in for a good laugh. And uh, looking forward to it. Brother Elliot will be here with us next weekend. That is the 7th. And uh, we'll be having church next weekend. Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday, and Tuesday night. So remember that. He'll be here for the next uh, two weeks, starting next Sunday night. Brother Elliot from Brother Jackson's church and uh, preached our junior youth camp, done such a great job, and uh, we're looking forward to that. Don't forget the meeting. I need to meet with all the, the uh, members of the church from 18 years to 40 years of age. If you're somewhere in that age bracket, if you're close to that and would like to come, you're more than welcome to come. Uh, we had a great meeting last Sunday night, and I uh, want to meet with you again uh, this Sunday night. So remember that. That's in the upstairs uh, youth room at 5.30 this evening, 18 to 40. I, I highly recommend. I want you to be there. I think it's necessary that you be there. I don't know how else to explain it to you, but you need to be there and uh, from 18 to 40 5 30 this evening then tonight brother josh is going to be preaching for us looking forward to that and uh, looking forward to god doing something good for us in the service tonight and uh, let's don't forget about today let god do something for us today so all of those announcements let's stand go to the reading of the word of the lord judges chapter number six judges chapter number six Chapter number 6, verse number 12. I, uh, <clears throat> I do not know. I am like Brother, uh, Brother Kurt said. So they said he had two hours. I am aware that I do not have two hours this morning. So you can all relax. And, uh, but I, I don't really know how, how much I have here for you today. But I do feel like I have a word from the Lord that God laid on my heart. 
and uh, in prayer this week, and I want to do my best to share it with you if I can. Uh, Judges chapter number 6, verse number 12. The scripture says, And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him. Now this is uh, speaking about Gideon. This is when the judges ruled in Israel. There was no king. The Israelites, was um, they were not in captivity to say such as captivity, but they were in bondage to a point that when they would when they would do things, the Midianites would come in and uh, take over what they had accomplished, take their crops, steal from them the things that they saw fit for themselves. So in verse number 12, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him, unto Gideon, uh, add that there, and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And Gideon said unto him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles which our fathers told us of, saying, Did our Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites." And you may be seated. I want to talk to you for a few moments this morning from this subject. When I realized I could do it. When I realized that I could do it. I, I believe some of the most important parts of our lives in accomplishing things is when we realize that we can and we realize that we are able and we understand that we are capable of accomplishing these things. You ever, you ever work with somebody and you, you was trying to get them to do something and they said, I, I, I can't do that. Anybody listening this morning? Anybody ever worked with anyone and you said trying to get them to do something and they say, I can't do that. That's better. Some of you have never worked with anybody. <clears throat> but but there, is, there is a point where in developing someone that you've got to get them to understand that I can't. I can do that. I'm capable of accomplishing that. I'm capable of doing that. I, uh, I think that some people is under that, that impression of themselves to say, I can't do that where they don't have to do that. And uh, they don't uh, want to, so naturally they say they can't. How many has children? You understand what I'm talking about. I can't do that. I, I'm, I, I don't know how to do that, but buddy, if it's something they want to do, if they don't know how, they'll figure out how to do it. But uh, now, now like running a weed eater or lawnmower or vacuum cleaner or mop or a broom or a dish rag or an iron or something 
on that caliber, they just can't figure out how to operate that kind of machinery. But <clears throat> driving a car, no problem. Working a computer, absolutely no problem. Now, I may not can push a broom, but I can work a computer. And uh, so it depends really on what you want to do and what you like to do and what you enjoy to do and what you have a desire to do. It's not that... Now, now I don't, don't get me wrong. Now, I, I don't think that you can think in yourself to do something that you are not capable of and do it. Trying to make a rocket scientist out of me will never work. I can tell you that right now. It's more than just me not believing that I can. Trust me, there's other complications to that. But, but uh, trying, to, uh, trying to say, it's kind of like the one guy said, said it's not all mind over matter and it's not all about positive thinking. Somebody seven and a half foot tall is never going to be a jockey. Loosen up this morning. My goodness, y'all too serious on me. It's just not going to happen. He's too big. His feet's going to drag the ground on the, the horse that he's riding. And uh, so, so there's some things, but, but really in life, it's believing a lot of things and being successful is having a desire to be successful and believing that you can be successful and having... A determination that that I will. Some of your your uh, most successful people are not the most highly educated people in life. A lot of them are self-educated. I can remember I was not one to really be in love with school. When I went to school, I was all about business, and they had recess and stuff like that, and I just couldn't get into that. <clears throat> <laughs> but but uh I was I was uh riding around with my parents and another family one day and and uh, this man's wife which was very successful in life and my mother were on my case about how I need to get more into school which they were correct I I wished I would have and uh, but at the time I had a lot of other things on my mind and uh, being 16 years old, you know, you have a lot of things on your mind. Some things you don't have time for. And, uh, you know, it's a busy life. You, you know, of course, you don't have to worry about a job. You don't have to worry about putting food on the table. You don't have to worry about buying your clothes. You don't have to worry about... But, but you're busy. you got a lot of things on your plate, a lot of things to think about. And uh, so we were driving down the road. I guess this man kind of got uh, feeling sorry for me because they was giving me a hard time. And he said, yes, said, man, said, you need to go to school and get an education. Said, after you graduate, you need to go to college and get you a better education. He said, just look at myself. He said, if I would have went to college, he said, Man, there is no telling what I would have made out of myself. Said I could have become a lawyer and probably made $100,000 a year. He said, but as it is, I had to quit school in the sixth grade. He owned his own company. He probably made <clears throat> millions a year. 
And uh, he said, but, but man, if I would have just went to school, he said, it's not all in who all goes to school, it's about what's inside of here that matters most. There's a lot of people that goes, now I'm not against school, hear me out, I'm trying to make a point. There's a lot of people that goes that's without, because it's not, knowledge is here, but the heart is not here. And so I, I tell you today the 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 most not I would not say the most but some of the most important some of the most important things of success is first getting a vision and then realizing that I can do that want to and realizing that I can amen I nobody nobody had to convince me that I was capable of riding a bike. Nobody had to convince me that I was capable of riding a motorcycle. Nobody had to convince me that I was capable of driving a car. Because those are things that I wanted to do. Now they had to convince me that I was capable of saying my ABCs. Because that's not quite as much fun as riding a bike, riding a motorcycle, driving a car, and doing things. Because my, my ambitions, my desires. But when you realize that you can do something, amen, it is important in life to realize that I can do it. I, I was reading a man one time that that said, actually I, I believe I heard him say this, if I'm not mistaking, a very, very uh, uh, influential, very popular man. He said that when he, when he got married, he was, uh, hard times set in, he was without a job, uh, he, uh, you know, just things wasn't going good. And uh, he had been out job hunting, and, and he had heard somebody say, you need to write down the things that you want to accomplish in life. He said, some man said he went home, and he started writing down 100 things that he wanted to accomplish in life. He said his wife come in and said, man said he was just excited. He was beside himself. Man, look at this. This is what I'm going to do here. He had done, got motivated. And, uh, he had done been to a seminar and got motivated. Reality had not yet set in. But his wife come in and reality set in. He started going over the list. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this and this and this and this and this. And his wife said, there's one thing you left off of the list. He said, what's that? She said, first get a job. But many years later, after retirement, he was uh, making this speech. He said, out of the hundred things that he had written down that day, he had already accomplished, I think it was 98 of those things. And trust me, some of them were some major, major accomplishments. And... Uh, they, they say that, that sometimes you need to, how many knows this? I can hear something, 
You, you ever experience this? I may be the only uh, one that has this problem. My memory is not real well. When I'm hearing it, it has to really sink in before I can remember it. And uh, I, I hear something and I write it down. When I write it down, I have no, no problem remembering it because I have written it down. I don't even need the note anymore because I've already written it down. And uh, because we make a mental note also, I, I tell you in our spiritual walk with God, some people need to start writing down the success that they want to have in God. The devil will continue to tell you that you can't, that you are not capable, that you are a failure, that you will never make it. Anybody, devil ever told anybody that? Well, some of you, you better see which side of the fence you're on today. Because if he ain't ever told you that, I worry about whose side you're on. The devil will get all up in your face and tell you that you can't do this. You can't be a success. You are a failure and you cannot live for God. Amen. I, I, I remember... My, uh, I, I, my, my uh, cousin, he said, he said that he was playing on a football team and said they were, they were a little old country school and they went to the city because it was the city's homecoming and they wanted somebody they could really thrash real good. And said they were, they were gathered up there. He said, man, said I looked over there at them people. He said there was people standing there looking at me that had full beards. He said, I don't know how long they'd been in high school. He said, that was twice the size of anybody on our team. He said, man, they lined up against us and they started talking to us, scaring us, telling us what they was going to do to us, and it was not nice. He said, we were so scared we was ready to forfeit the game before we ever got out on the field. The devil will talk noise and trash to you Telling you that you cannot until where you get to the place where you will believe what the enemy, the adversary, is telling you. The devil has told young people you can't live for God in this day and time. That you have to throw your life away to everything that comes along. Amen. But you have got to realize that you do not have to give in to what the devil says you have to give in to. Amen. Can I tell you, young people, that you never have to taste a cigarette. That you never have to taste a beer. That you never have to use drugs. That you never have to throw your purity away to this world. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. You don't have to do it. You can live holy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But you have got to realize, you've got to come to the understanding that I can. Amen. We look at Gideon here in this scripture setting. This man was hiding behind the wine press. He had went out and he had got a little wheat. And he had brought it back and he was threshing it behind the wine press. 
He was looking for the enemy. He was watching the adversary because everything that they did, the Midianites come in and stole from them. When their crops would get ready, the Midianites would come in and take it. When they'd get something ready, the Midianites would come in and take it. When they wanted something, the Midianites walked over them and took everything that the Midianites wanted. And here, Gideon is sitting there, and he's threshing wheat, and he's looking around him. All of a sudden, the angel of the Lord says, Unto him, the Lord is with thee. Thou mighty man of valor. Now, somebody that's hiding is not somebody that I would call a mighty man. This man is hiding from the enemy. He's hiding from the ones and the angel of the Lord sees something that nobody else seen. And Gideon said... If the Lord is with us, then why is all of this befalling us? If you're saying that I am such a mighty man, he said, I am from the lowest of the tribe. My family is the poorest of the tribe in the children of Israel. He said, I am not a mighty man. But the first thing the angel had to get Gideon to understand is, I'm not seeing what you look like on the outside, but I am seeing what you are after God gets a hold and gets into control of your life. Amen. There's some of you that are struggling in living for God when it is so unnecessary. Amen. Why can't I be victorious? Why can't I have deliverance? Why can't I have help? Why do I have to fight this battle? Why am I giving in? Why do I want to quit? Why do I want to turn around? It's because you've got the mindset that I cannot make it. Amen. But I want you to leave this place today with an understanding that greater is He that is in me than he that is in the world. What God said I'm able to do. I'm able to do it. Hallelujah. 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 This word of God is full of promises. Amen. This word of God is full of words from God Almighty that says that you are more than a conqueror through the blood of Jesus Christ. It's not in me and it's not in you, but it's all in Him today. Amen. I've got somebody that's leading my life. I've got somebody that's guiding my life. That greater is He that is in me than He that is in the world. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. But we listen at the devil. Amen. The devil says you can't do it. The devil says that you're unworthy. The devil says you cannot accomplish it. We look at the apostle Peter. When he is walking on the water, everything is fine. As long as he's got his eyes on the one that's doing the work. But then he realized can't walk on water and what happened when he started looking at the things that was going on around him 
and realized in his mind and his spirit that I can't do this. He began to sink because something up here clicked and said, you're not capable of doing this. How many times have you ever done something for God and everything be going well until you realize, I can't do that. I'm not capable of doing that. And then everything starts cratering around you. You're living for God. And you had a victorious day. And the day runs into two days and three days until it runs into a week and you've been victorious in living for God and withstood against temptation. And everything is well until you realize, can't do that. I haven't even faced I haven't even been tempted with that this week. What in the world's going on? What in the world's taking place? I haven't even felt the temptation or the need. And then what happens? It all comes back. Some of you that do not know God, that has not made a start for God, you're worried about living for God because you say, I can't do that. I can't live that way. No, you can't. Not until you get a hold of God. And not until God gets a hold and gets on the inside of you. How do you live like that? Because God is living inside of me. How do you stay victorious? Because God is living on the inside of me. Amen. Gideon, you're a mighty man of valor. Amen. You don't have to give in to the temptations of the devil. You don't have to give in to the adversary of your soul that's trying to destroy you and tell you over and over and over why you cannot do something. Some of you have been fighting problems in your life. Depression. Been fighting spirits of bitterness and envy and strife. Because the devil's told you that's the way that it's got to be. Amen. But we come to serve notice on the devil today. You don't have to be depressed. You don't have to fight anger. You don't have to fight bitterness. You don't have to fight envy. You don't have to fight strife. God is bigger than all of our problems. God is bigger than all of our trouble. God is bigger than all of our distresses. Amen. You need to realize that greater, 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 greater. When you realize I can make it, then you're going to make it. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Gideon went from that place still believing that I can't. But something got in his spirit. And something got in his mind. And something got a hold of him to where he went and he got up the nerve that he went out in the middle of the night. And he began to tear down the false gods and the groves. It built his faith to where he realized, just maybe God is going to give us a victory. And then you find that where he called the children of Israel together and thousands and thousands showed up. Man, his faith was 
built. Amen. There was something that began to rise up on the inside of him. And he realized, hey, we are able to do this. But God said, now you got to tell the fearful and afraid to go home. So then God cut back the number. And then his faith was kind of shaken. But he said, you know, we still got a good crowd. Maybe we can do this. And God said, take them to the water and make them drink. When God got through, there was only 300 men that was left. And his faith was shaken. But he had a vision from God in the night. Somebody come and told him a story about what I saw, what I have seen. And they were screaming, it's, it's just the hand, amen, and the sword of Gideon and the hand of God. And so they got together and they went down to the enemy's camp. When he realized that I can, when he realized that we can be victorious. I want to tell you, your problem in living for God is not the ability of God. It's not in the power of the Holy Ghost that you possess on the inside of you. Amen. It's not the problem of the church. It's not if God can or if God will. But your main problem is coming to the realization that I can live for God. That I can serve God. Amen. Hear me today, saint of God. You might have been serving God for a long time or just started out. But I come to try to encourage you and help you understand today that you can but you have got to realize that I'm going to make it. Amen. Quitting is not in my vocabulary. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If we're not careful, we do like so many in society today. Get married with the option, well, if it don't work, I'll do something else. And we try to serve God with the option, if it don't work, I'll do something else. I've got another option. But when I started serving God, amen, I laid all the options out on the table. I said, God, it's you or nothing. Amen, I don't want to go back to the world. I'm sick of the world. I'm sick of what the world has offered me and what the world has done to me. I don't know about you today but this Holy Ghost that I found is the absolute best thing that's ever happened to me in my life amen I was down and out but God picked me up amen I was lost but God found me I come to tell somebody today the devil is a liar 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 you can't live for God Hallelujah. 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 Get quit out of your vocabulary. Because if you're able to say, I'll quit, you're going to quit. If you're able to say, well, on a rainy day, I might need an interruption. A rainy day is sure to come. Amen. But my option has always been, get more of God. Get more of God. Stay faithful to God. Get dedicated to God. You are still able to win this race. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm reminded of a little story. Kind of, I guess, childish. Not kind of, but really childish. About the little engine that could. The little engine started out that hill. And he had those that was on the sideline that said, No, don't think he's going to make it. Don't think that he can. The engine believed that he could. But he was not really convinced in his ability. Because there was a long train that he was dragging up the hill. And he started up the hill and everyone watching. Those, hey man, I, I remember my daddy telling about the night that he received the Holy Ghost. Man, he was excited. He was pumped up. He was primed up. He had been in the altar and man, he was full of the Holy Ghost and he was shouting the victory and he was shouting down the aisle and he thought everybody else was shouting. And he overheard two people that said, I've seen them jig in and I've seen them jig out. It won't be long till he'll jig right on out of here. Now, if that would have happened to you, well, I tell you what, I just thought people in the church was different than that. I tell you what, I just ain't going to go back there. But you know, he got the real deal. He always said, I heard him preach many, 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 many times. And he said, if I have no other reason to live for God, it's to prove those two people wrong. Some of you need to get some grit and gravel in your crawl to where everything don't offend me. I don't care what they say. Now, I want all of you to like me. But if you don't like me, I'm still going on. Amen. I want everybody to, to respond to the word that I preach. But if you don't, I'm still going on. Amen. Some of you need to get some grit and gravel in your crawl to say, hey, it doesn't matter if I get offended. It doesn't matter if somebody steps on my feelings and wipes their feet on my feelings. I know I'm going to make it. I know I'm going to make it. I know I'm going to make it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't you think for one moment, people wasn't saying in Gideon's day, Gideon, you're crazy. Gideon, you have lost your mind. What's going on to you? You didn't see an angel. You didn't feel anything. You didn't hear anything. That's all in your imagination. What, what in the world you think you're going to do? 300 men out there with a bunch of pitchers and a candle under a pitcher. And you're going to go singing, God told God, God, nothing. 
nothing. God ain't told you anything. But I know what God told me, but he did not get discouraged. Why? Because there was a point in Gideon's life where he realized God is about to do something with me. Amen. If you will ever realize God is about to do something with me, it's not just about the church. It's not just about the preacher. It's not just about somebody else. But God is about to do something with me. I want to tell you, when you realize you can, you will be victorious. Hallelujah. 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 The little engine that could, he starts up the long hill, the long journey. And he's saying, I, I think I can. Amen. Kind of half-hearted, but at least he had a desire. I see some of you today, you hear, but it's kind of half-hearted, but thank God for a little bit of desire. As long as there's breath, there's hope. Amen. I'm about to take that little mirror and stick under your nose, make sure there's still some breath in there. As long as there's breath, there's still hope. Just keep on breathing, baby. Everything's going to be all right. Keep on breathing. Everything's going to be all right. Sometimes you're going to get tired. Sometimes you're going to get down and out. But i got a made-up mind. I've got something down in my spirit that the world didn't give. And the world cannot take it away. I've got a burning desire. I've got a burning determination. I'm going to see heaven. I'm going to make it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Climbing up that long, steep hill. Looking up ahead. You ever felt like that when you was climbing? Man, there is no hope in sight. It's just as far as you can see. Just a big old peak and the tracks go clean out of sight. Amen. You're up in the clouds and you can't see, but you're still a climbing. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Those on one side saying, man, you can't do it. But I think I can. Amen. Somebody, a friend over here saying, you might as well quit now. But I think I can make it. Amen. A husband over here saying, you're not going to make it. But I, I think I can make it. A wife over here saying, you might as well throw in the towel. You're never going to live for God. But I think I can live for God. Amen. When you realize, hey, 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 it's no longer I think I can. But I know I can do all things. I know I am capable. I know I am able. I know I'm going to have victory. Amen. When he began to look, there was more miles behind him than what was ahead of him. And his attitude began to take on a whole new light. And it went from, I think I can, to maybe I can, possibly I can, until it went all the way to the place where he said, I know. I can. The scripture said, I know in whom I have believed, and I am persuaded. 
And I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed under his hands against that day. Amen. The apostle Paul said, I may be in prison writing this letter. Amen. But I'll write a letter of faith to you that I know in whom I have believed. Amen. I have got total confidence that it's not about over and I'm not about to quit and I'm not about to throw in the towel. Amen. But I'm still going to make it. Amen. I'm still going to make it. I'm still going to make it hallelujah hallelujah somebody needs to get made up in their mind this morning as they get ready to sing I'm about ready to close amen that you have got to realize that you can young person hear me today You've got to realize that you can. Saint of God, hear me today. Struggling. Always. Are you sick and tired of struggling? Are you sick and tired of being down and out and somebody had to pump you up every service? Lord, how mercy. God, get a hold of our hearts and our spirits when we come to church. And it's no pumping, it's no priming. It's no trying to get people to shout. It's a God have mercy. I got a shout in my step. I got something going on on the inside of me. I've got victory. I've got joy that the world did not give. Some of you say we sing that song. Well, we about quit singing that song. The world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. I wonder if anybody still has that testimony. What I've got, the world did not give it. And I come to show the world notice that when all trouble is breaking through in my life, amen, I still got a fountain of joy. I still got a spirit of joy. I've still got worship in my heart. Amen. Come before His presence with singing. Ooh, that means enter through the back doors with a song in your heart. I know I'm going to make it. It's not if I'm going to make it. The little engine got made up in his mind. I'm not listening to those on either side of me. But I'm listening to a voice that is calling me from way up yonder at the end of the tracks. And there is a voice that is calling each and every one of us today. Saying you can make it. Come on home. You're going to make it. Just come on home. Don't be discouraged. Just keep traveling toward home. Amen. Where you see the tracks end is going to end in glory world. It may be an uphill battle. It may be the climb of our life. Amen. But I'm going to keep on a climbing. I'm going to keep on a going. I'm going to keep on a walking. I'm going to keep dedicated to God. Because I know I'm going to make it. Hallelujah. 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 I wonder this morning, does anybody, as we all stand across this building today, 
Does anybody know what I'm talking about today? Has anybody felt the distraction of the adversary? When you're driving down the road and the devil says, you can't, you might as well go ahead and give up now. Why go to church? Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Why be faithful to God? You're not going to make it anyway. You know it's all coming to an end. You know you can't live for God. You know you can't do this. I'm telling you today, I feel like the Holy Ghost is speaking to somebody in this place right now. That's telling you it's time to realize the adversary of your soul is a liar. And I tell you, if you'll step out from where you're standing or sitting right now, and you'll make your way to this front, the devil will have to flee. The God that I serve is bigger than the devil. The God that I serve come to give you victory over the adversary. And you can leave this place today with the realization I just understood. And I just realized that I can. I believe it was the Apostle Paul said that we've got to get a glimpse of Him who is invisible to where we leave all these other things aside. And there's a higher calling that's saying you're going to make it. Every time the devil says you can't, there's a heavenly host that's saying, oh, yes, you can. Oh, yes, you can. Every time the devil lets something happen to distract you, there's a heavenly host saying, don't quit now. You're almost home. Gideon, just keep the faith because God's about to work a great miracle. God's about to do something with you. I wonder if you'd step out by faith right now. You say, oh, it, it's an embarrassment. It's, 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 uh, I, I, hate to, I hate to admit that I'm human. We all know you're human. It's quite evident that every one of us in this place this morning is human. But God is wanting to work for somebody in this place right now. That when you leave this house, you can leave with a greater understanding and realize, I can. I can. I can. I can. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed, everyone is praying right now. I could let everybody come right now, and I know that you would come, but I, I want you to just step out. This is part of understanding and realizing, hey, I realize today I'm going to make it. I realize today I am going to make it. I realize today things are about to change in my life. I realize today, come on church, let's pray. Help me right now. Pray right now. Touch God right now. 
In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Someone else want to step out by faith. Someone else want to come get some help today. Someone else want to realize, hey, I think, I think I can. But when you step out from that aisle, it starts saying, hey, I know I'm going to make it. I know I'm going to make it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As the church gathers around today, let's reach out and touch God together right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's spend a few moments in prayer today. Come on, let's reach out to the Lord right now. Come on, church, let's pray. Let their cry go forth unto heaven from us today. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Come on, reach out to God. There's help in the house today. There's victory in the house today. There's hope in the house today. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, somebody reach out to the Lord right now. In the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost victory, Holy Ghost deliverance today. 